Just a bunch of Italo Calvino. Yeah. Nerd cred! Hey. Actually, that's kind of like book snob cred. Hey. Hmm? Hey. hey. Welcome to Back in the Field. My name is Carl. And my name is Arthi. And today we're going to be talking about episode 206, Jake and Sophia. I was really excited to see Sophia because we had heard a little bit about her in spoilers and in the press release. And Feels like we've been waiting for her to show up forever now. Yeah. And it's only six episodes in, well, which this is... this is the peril of living in the future. Yes. Yes, it is. I don't know, man. I... We definitely were spoiled by us starting the podcast over the summer. I was talking to... I was talking to a friend of mine about this, how it's different when you get to do this when when you have one season under your belt already, because it really changes, like, our ability to discuss episodes and, like, have, like, conversations about arcs and things like that. When the arc is already completed, shockingly, you can talk about it more intelligently. Whereas right now, sometimes it feels like you and I are just, like, blindly reaching in the dark. We're still right, like, 87 million percent of the time. I mean, that's more just, like, knowing tropes and being able to make educated guesses, right? Like right. And knowing these creators and how they, their modus operandi. We were relatively wrong about the role that Boyle and Gina's parents served in this episode, though. Oh. We, we were entirely wrong. We, I, I, yes, so much wrong about that, but, Yeah. But since we're doing today's episode as a watch-along, watch along. we should probably get into that. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so as always, we're watching on Hulu, so starts with some ads, and then we'll have commercial breaks. We'll do our best to call out commercial breaks when they come up, come up. We are also doing the silent recording again, so you won't, you won't hear, like, background noise. Because the reason we do this, for those wondering, is because we're on iTunes now. You guys should rate us on iTunes, download, subscribe over there. But iTunes Terms of Service means we can't really include the show or else we get taken down by Fox. Y'all don't want that. We don't want that. So on that cheerful note, let's get started. We're getting Reese's. <laughs> I've never seen Reese's on this before. I have. Actually, we're watching on HuluPlus.com.plus. <laughs> um... Maybe if they sponsor us, I'll also have to pay for it, or they'll take away the ads or something. I don't think they can take away the ads, though. No, what we want is screener DVDs. Reese's does not succeed at making that look like peanut butter. No. So, I love this cold open because, you know, sometimes we talk about these cold opens possibly being improvised, and this is definitely a case where it is not. Like, mm-hmm. this is 100% scripted all the way through. Also, yeah. I like that Amy ends up only being, like, a minute and ten seconds late, and they're freaking, not freaking out, but, like, having a moment about it. They must have been, like, sitting around waiting for her to show up for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, seriously. Because there's no way Amy is ever, like, that line of Gina's where she's interesting is so cruel. I, I don't like it nearly as much as maybe she tucked herself into bed too tight. Yes, and the look that Jake gives Rosa when she says that is priceless. Oh, uh, Stephanie Beatrice broke in this, in this Yeah, one. you can see her, like, crack up in the background a little bit. This... Is the why does he always focus on her sex life? Also, that has elements that I disapprove of. Oh, there's I Amy. I agree. This Amy's line, up. she it's, it's such seconds. not a big deal that she knows exactly I, how many seconds it's been. Right, exactly. I 
Loved how Twitter responded to that hot damn. It's the most he's ever emoted in his entire life. He's, this episode is the most he's ever emoted ever in his Just entire life. Just from that second. I like, know, that too. But this whole episode, my God. Maybe. Alan Steppenwell was like, where's the vine of Holt being like hot damn? And it was the greatest like series of tweets I'd ever seen. First came the gif, and then came the... So, yeah. Um, I love Jake and Terry scenes. They're the best. They're just so yeah. much fun all the time. I like that they're drinking together on, like, marginally work-related things now. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, going back to the cold open really quick, they make a Taken joke. That's, like, their fifth Taken joke. This, like, creative team's... Going, back, really like them going back to the opening a bit, well, also I want to say that we are all completely right about his home life. Yeah. Um... Boyle always goes so dark. Super dark. Is there something wrong? I don't know. I I wanted to... The I'm going alone line here also goes really dark. Dake, and... and he, that he's going to die alone? Yeah. Yeah. And work is all he has. Like, I know we've joked about that, but that was kind of dark for Jake. Well, he's going through a rough patch in his life. True. Also, Jake calls Terry mom. Like, okay, mom. About yeah. when he... Terry's like, let me help you with your game. And I stopped and was like, nice subversion. I was like, wait, no, it's not a subversion. That's just true to Jake's life. Dad, Jake's dad was not around. I His mom too many him. notes for a watch along. <laughs> Shut up. If you read off a script, then I don't have a script, Arthur. Oh my God. Shut up. I'm going to just keep talking. <laughs> no, stop. I'm not going to stop. Eva Longoria is here and Arthur can't talk because I'm talking. Ah. I love Eva Longoria. He, by the way, he deserves serious points for just walking up to her and being like, hey. And she well, responds. He clearly, uh, sorry, Tumblr and Nahan, um, has a lot of experience picking up women in bars. Yeah, yeah. But there's everything I like about Jake in this episode. Like, well, I'll, I'll call it out later. Yeah. Um, but he, he really shows himself to be an upstanding example of masculinity. If you watch this scene, oh. all the extras in the background are just mad at Scully, and then Hitchcock is consistently trying to get Boyle to engage with him in conversation. <laughs> it's actually pretty great. I don't um, think that, that they're content with each best. other as best friends anymore. <laughs> no. That onion line is, like, everything. Mm-hmm. That onion line was amazing. Um, I love the... I love Holt's line here. Like, it's just true, but he still lets them sit <laughs> in his office. Talking about it. But he just can't make them leave. Not even Amy. You and I have talked before about how, like, there are moments where Amy and Rose's, if they got into a relationship, what it would look like. This is definitely one of these episodes where, like, every interaction they have, if they became a couple, this is how it would be. This storming out. Her saying, I'm already fine with a breath, sounds super artificial. True. But it's like that storm out was great. I was... They're such cute dorks together. Rose and Amy or these two? These two. Yeah. Uh, Jake and Sophia. They're so great. Like, I don't not ship them. I really ship I them. Don't, I, I, I don't ship, like, Teddy and Amy, obviously, but these two are great. This <laughs> is also, like, true to my life. Like, I love spicy food, and this yeah. is how I am. Like, that immediate, like, who oh, put, no. Who puts peppers on a bar menu? Well, I've been to a few bars where they have that. Huh, cool. That drink the ranch line, by the way, was such like a... That was the moment that I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> I These, need to find out what Ibiza is about, because I keep hearing about it. Ibiza is a... I, I want an empty jar labeled Fire Spirit. <laughs> Do you know what Ibiza is? It's an uh, island off of the coast of Spain. I figured it was something Spanish, considering you... <laughs> by the way... She returned his food rehydrator? Yeah, I saw a dehydrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that thing. probably both. <laughs> it's the same. 
same fucking set piece. What? I don't think they moved that and box. And he was in tears. Yes! The last time he got his uh, food dehydrators back. Yeah. This, by the, so going back a minute here, she like touches his chin and she has this expression on her face. And I'm like, oh no, G- Gina, you're She's way got in. it bad. But she also says like, good job being you or something. <laughs> Not as gross as I thought it would be. It's uh, kind of the no, But But after that, she's like... Uh, Pocals, that line. We'll come back to that. Um, this is actually a great scene. It's probably the first time these two have been used really well. To, they, they make kissing noises. Snakes have jowls in your world. Oh my god! The burns my burns pants. my pants as opposed to grind my gears. I consider you my best friend. <laughs> no one's okay with that. No, that is an actual exterior of the courthouse. By the way, I used to work down there. There's no reason for them not to use an actual exterior of the courthouse. I know, I can love this things. This, this is uh, adorable. Terry's, like, excitement is palpable. He always has to be on the other side of the guess what things. I know. With his ch- daughters. Uh, oh, He's yeah, He's just happy probably. to be here. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I also like the line, Die Hard's one through with a vengeance. Because, <laughs> I don't know, who knows? Is that is that three? Mm. I, I haven't watched Die Hard 1. I really want to. We should rent it and do a podcast about it. A bonus episode or something. Hi, Carl. This is another Carl. Um, the implication is that Carl did not get lucky last night. Oh. The implication is that Carl Kerm is in a loveless marriage. <laughs> oh my god. That's terrible. The implication <laughs> is that Jake so now no look high-fived three different people. Yeah, I love that though. You really are. He's not on game. No. My parade and I were talking about this on Twitter today. She's carrying one of Jake's Greek coffee cups. They're they're very well matched. They, well, my parade and I were talking about this. The props people don't give anyone else Jake's, commercial by the way. Props people don't seem to give anyone else Jake's Greek diner coffee cups except Mm -hmm. Jake. There's a, like for, for those, those of us who are creepily paying too much attention, might be he bought her breakfast. Uh, No. That that's a to go cup, and like she walked in with it, and it's still hot, and he had to put on a suit. Nothing works with that. I liked it. That theory. Thank you for I, ruining that. I'm glad you liked that theory. I'm glad you had the enjoyment while you could, but it's impossible. I got to enjoy that for like twelve hours. That is that is the outfit of a woman who's bought herself coffee. That is also true. I man, I love Sophia so much. I love a lot of things about Sophia. Even Gloria is great. She's, she's also a really impressive person. Like, the reason we haven't seen anything out of her since Desperate Housewives ended is she's been, like, being active. a political activist for the Democratic Party or something. Uh, yeah, like, the uh, specifically, like, um, Latino and, Hi- and Hispanic American interests, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Dream yeah. Act and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. She seems really cool as a person. She did a... I saw her do an interview with, when she was still filming these episodes, and it was just really cool. She just seemed really fun. She did an interview with Seth Meyers recently that was awesome as well. Cool. And we're almost back. After this expo. Now! They're... <laughs> they hate defense attorneys. Yeah, I mean, the defense attorneys are just the librarians of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The Hans Gruber bit. <laughs> Alan Seppenwell's review mentions that, like, no, it was LaToya's for AV Club. Oh, this line. Everyone on Tumblr was like, he checks in for consent again. Yeah, they, this is a scene that demonstrates the acquisition of a fr- of uh, enthusiastic consent. You yeah. don't see that on the televisions. No. But well, uh, you probably should. Hashtag straight white boy ideal? 
Question yeah. mark? I mean, yeah. all, probably all men should seek enthusiastic consent. Well, consent is the presence of a yes, not the absence of a no, right? Legally? Uh, it, it varies legally from state to state. Yeah. But... Uh, he says that he's... Basically, I know he's being rude to her here when he tells her that he's only intimidated by professions with a moral compass. But, like... I also like that Jake is consistently shown to not be intimidated by, like, powerful women who are, like, ambitious or career-driven or That's smarter true. than him, That's frankly. True. Like, look at the people he's into in, in the show that we've seen. The Emmy, her, uh, Sophia here, and Amy, all of whom are, like, sort of take charge He kind has of no people. emotional attachment to the Emmy, though. True, but still, like, he... That's a... Per- <laughs> that's, like, a doctor. Like, that's still someone, like, you know... And she was, like, very dominant with... And every interaction we saw them. Yeah. So pick Amy Dummies is the best campaign. Everyone slogan. knows that she wrote that. Yeah, everyone knows they're it's being Rosa. children. But it's wonderful. Like again, we were talking. Like every interaction they have in this episode is clearly like what they would be like if they were dating. I just said that it was like they were six. Oh god! But also, the, those two things aren't. She, she did not bring good enough game to the button maker distraction technique. Yeah, tactic. seriously, Rosa got way outclassed here, and I. That drop, like, drop the mic and walk away. Drop the button maker and, like, insult her. This is the first time I think anyone's ever outclassed Rosa in anything. I love, I'm enjoying a magazine. Oh, my God. There's his expressions while we turned away. I cannot enjoy this magazine expression. (laughs) Holt is actually stealth the best in this episode. It's not stealth when he's just the best. (laughs) All the time, every time. Snipes and jabs. Colitis. Colitis. Perfect bad Latin. (laughs) (laughs) This is... This judge is one of my favorites. This judge... I said on Twitter, this judge is now my second favorite fictional judge after Udgy from... (laughs) The uh, Ace Attorney series. <laughs> so that that guy is pretty great, but like I'm not gonna lie, the best judge ever in a fictional anything has to be the Anagastar judge from The Good Wife, who makes every lawyer say, in my opinion, when stating facts. I'll have to take your opinion for it, but this guy pointed out how it is highly unusual for a defense attorney and a, and a cop to have sex. <laughs> He's just so great. Yeah, I know. I know. I bet that he's friends with, like, Holt's mom, because they have a similar sense of humor. <laughs> the, the, Carl has, Carl has appropriate, um... We skipped the line that's going to be the tagline for our podcast from uh, here on, which is, Carl, back me up on this. You know I never do. I don't care. That's going to be the podcast tagline. Uh, Congratulations, you're internet famous now. Remember what we said about enthusiastic consent? <laughs> to a different place yes <laughs> by the way can we talk about how these two know each other so well that they know exactly they had, what to go uh, they for had exact tactics but it was the same exact tactic <laughs> right they're the same they're, person they, they, they need to just they need to bang again they just need to not and stop. get married by the way he figures it out first charles boyle actually uh, they great figured detective. it out at the same time well, he just he just jumped on it first all right all right well <laughs> <laughs> I can take an iron cracks me up. And I don't know why. Why does that crack me up so much, Carl? 
He's not banging down this time. He didn't she say that this does not turn her on? It's a bad sex move. And then she hit him in the throat. Which, by the way, Marshall Boone was saying on Twitter, it took nine grown men like two or three days to get that noise perfect. (laughs) I bet that's incredible to me. So they he tries different tactics, I think, in different takes because there are pictures both behind the scenes and in promo pictures of him trying different things to distract her, right. including blowing her kisses, right. like really, Let's, like obviously. I I love. Okay, so this this finally is the uh, Jake Terry episode where Jake has found a line to like acceptably objectify Terry without. <laughs> relying on his blackness like oh he's, ju- he's just responding positively yeah the the somebody on the av club comments was also mentioning that all the co- questions she asks him here are actually like within the context of like lawyerly like usually on tv they like fake lawyer like as much as possible I mean, they actually got it right here it's is what pretty she was saying. easy though yeah like, but getting it wrong is also really easy yes to be fair, Terry, Carl's doing his job. <laughs> and doing it much better. You're the better. one who brought a perjure fraud to the stand. <laughs> You're right. They did Lay off up. Carl. <laughs> she responds ex- it, like... She's way into With the a lot of faith to learn that the terrible fish face kisses were for her. I know. I know. They can't stop flirting. Why would they stop flirting? Well, it's wonderful. I love that they don't, though. You know? See, this speech makes me think that there needs to be a Phoenix Wright crossover now. Crossover <laughs> AU. All all things need a Phoenix Wright She's crossover She's like Mia Faye. Is she? Is yeah. she? Is she? She wears the same outfits. Oh my god. Okay, that's not that's not fair. You need to make me you need to like make me do my job. That's the basis of the legal system. That's like <laughs> Phoenix Wright's whole ethos. <laughs> the fact that the sides end up Commercial, working together to find justice. Oh my god, okay, okay. Um, I learned that the New York uh, soccer team is the Red Bulls, and they play in Red Bull Stadium. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, because they're the Red Bulls. Oh, that's kind of sad. I mean, there's no money behind uh, Major, Major League Soccer yet. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like any football team's playing in a, like... Oh, God. Dumb and Dumber 2 looks so terrible. I know. Everything about this movie just makes me uncomfortable, like, on well, every level. Well, you ought to. Um, but, fuck, I don't remember. No professional sports team plays in a stadium with a dignified name. It's just all of them got names, which are now valuable brands, before, when it was easy and cheap. Yeah. Um, There's only a few stadiums that are named after, like, people, right? Uh, or other things. Like, most of them are now sponsored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the like games like AT and T Field, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I can only name two that are named after people. Well, and some of the baseball stadiums, I guess too. Mm-hmm. Fenway and Wrigley. Uh, the Arizona and, Cardinals play in Arrowhead, and we're back. So everyone's like, "Man, Jake's all serious." Amy points out that Jake has better posture, which I was like, "Huh." And she does say "good" in yeah. kind of an appreciative way, but I think. I don't know. I think she's making fun of him. Jake totally outs... Or, I'm sorry. Terry totally outs Jake's feels here. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why wouldn't he? (laughs) You would think... He likes a good (laughs) setup. (laughs) 
everyone's like, boo, up until then they were like, yeah, she's pretty, you should hit that. Or I'm glad you hit that. Uh, why does Hitchcock have a rabies guy? You don't need to have a rabies guy. How many times can you get rabies? <laughs> well, apparently quite a few. Oh, God. I thought if you got rabies, it was basically fatal. That's why you had to get vaccinated. It was a good sexual experience. Also, I feel like we've said that line before. My hor- we'll put my horrible sexual experience. Oh, this is any timeline. We will right, never speak right, of this right. again. But more specifically, I've heard horrible sexual experience before. Huh. I don't know. Someone write an Amy Scully Minotaur uh, fic. No, you no, no. <laughs> they don't have to have sex. Just one of the just Scully sit on Amy's body having adventures. Oh no! <laughs> it's like uh, what are they called? The crawl. Oh my god! That's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hitchcock is technically a bastard. Apparently, it's not hard. No, no. In fact, there's a Supreme Court case about children born out of wedlock. Oh. Yeah, it's about how they can inherit. By the way, I hate that they use the word powwow. Like that bothered me the first time, and it bothers me every time I yeah, see it. Kind gifts. Of, it kind of bothers me too. Um, it really bothers me. It's not the worst it could be. True. Um. And it's it's. A pretty common thing people use when they're not thinking about it. Sure, but this is one of those things where, like, even even NCIS called them campfires. And if NCIS cannot... I've never heard it called a campfire in my life, though. Really? Yeah. I've, I've... yeah like, I, I saw, like, that some people were calling for that, and I was just like, I've, I've never heard of that. I guess. I don't know. By the way, that flashback scene, there should always be flashback scenes to in every episode to 80s Holt. I love them every time. I've been to a powwow, did, actually. Did you see that that his ex, like, supervisor was named Len... Len Gary Len Ross? I think Wait, that, really? Yes! I did not catch that. <laughs> it says Len Ross. So I know that we're all down on powwow, but you have to accept that Amy's face was hilarious, was Amy, adorable. Amy's great in this And episode. this isn't a powwow, this is a haranguing. Yeah, that, that was lines, also great. That entire scene was great. And then Holt's smile, he helped mm-hmm. her, he, she helped him find his smile. There's real mentoring here. I know. He, I have to remake my stupid GIF set. I know. I'm not remaking my GIF set. I'm a little disappointed, though, because like I liked the idea of Terry taking Amy under his wing more. It'll still happen. I know. It's inevitable. People don't own things. He, as a judge, this he is, would know this. This is an udgy level of judging. You guys have no idea what I'm talking Unless about. Unless you play Phoenix Wright also. You should play Phoenix Wright. They're so good. It's on iOS. They're amazing. This, uh... Did he did he watch, like, 1776, like, tonight? Well, John Adams... Or the Adams miniseries? I don't think so. I love that he called... He said, I didn't watch it because it looked like a book. Yeah. <laughs> that was because I read that book. The miniseries does look like a book. It, because it's based on a book. Yeah. Man, Boyle and Gina are, like, fighting in the... It is amazing that Holt accepts Juicy Little Boyle Nugget. Like, Holt just doesn't care. Well, we know from spoilers that Boyle and Holt go to a cooking class or something together. Cool. Which is awesome. I am so excited for that. It's a little gross how excited I am for that. Oh, the Lady Duff have the skills as a lead-up to the Victorian talking thing. Yes. Because he's lying. Oh, man, that was really good good job show so re-watching this i understood how great holden his chair look, turn is look and at that like hand gesture it. yeah of her compliment they're they're impressed in the same way it's always the same it's perfect that was really cool i was really 
I was really impressed. <laughs> when he breaks the thing, I love that he's like, don't take this away from me. I don't know why Terry did take it away from him. Commercial. Yes. I'm not going to imagine Time Warner Cable. It was there before. <laughs> it's over now. We hate them. We hate them. They are inevitably going to merge with Comcast and it's going to be the worst. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not going to be the worst for me because I'm on Verizon, which is equally evil. By the way, the uh, the so when Holt is talking to his former supervisor and the guy's like, since you're black and gay, you should take all the black gay crimes, you know, the weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the the background music is that like perfect like waka 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 like eighty <laughs> style cop show music. Is it? It's just like it's like it's great. It's so good. I can't. I, there are so many little things that I noticed in this episode. I don't know why like all the tinier details came out. This time, but they I'm were... I'm excited about Len Gary, Len Ross. <laughs> well, all we see is his badge, which says Len Ross, but we can infer that his first name is Len Gary. <laughs> Len Gary's a very uncommon name. <laughs> There's no reason to name your to name your child with the surname Len Ross and have it not his first name not be Len Gary. The... I think I... Glenn Glen, Glen Gary, Glen Ross was written in the 90s. Doesn't... But it's... I think... I think you're right, because it's an Alec Baldwin movie. Well, it was a play first. Right, that's true. These two have such a great dynamic. I really like it. I don't know. I I know I'm I was thinking about this earlier, how like it feels a little disloyal, but I ship them so hard, these yeah. two. I really I mean, like them together. Why not? They have a really great dynamic and he's not emotionally involved with anyone else. Yeah. I like that he lost. His tie game was a lot better in the previous because, like, the shirt that he's wearing is not an under a jacket shirt, isn't it? No, it's 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 too patterned. He wears plaid in both scenes, though, doesn't he? No, in the other one, he has a uh, a solid. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, and it's actually light blue. Oh, it's It's a lovely combination. Yeah, Um, this one is like he needed to do a suit two days in a row. As opposed to the one he planned on. Also, his uh, suit's slightly too wide. He needs to get it tailored. Do, can they never fit him? Is that what it is? No, this is in character. He's not going to a tailor. <laughs> it actually fits really well in uh, in the back, but it's just too broad across the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, he says, <laughs> he says Amy won't stand up to management. I'm like, but will Scully, really? <laughs> he sweat all the way through. Oh, my God. He's always... <laughs> Is this her pilot outfit, by the way? Most of yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's got the hair in the bun, the like gray suit, golden this... boat. No one even wants a golden boat. It would sink. <laughs> I love that she says, "I'll actually pay attention." Scully fucking class. He's into it. Yeah. Oh, and Rose is so touched by her using she's that. She's smiling. I know it's so great. I'm kind of mad that they put this clip out ahead of time. Because this is the resolution to the entire plot line. We, yeah, well. It's like so unnecessary. Hella peppermints. <laughs> I he's like the, really smooth. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got some serious game. Also, that bar in the West Village is probably Fat Cat. I've been there. I've been to that bar. I played ping pong at that bar. It's a really shitty bar. <laughs> I hate that bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be the thing that, like... Yeah, definitely. Like, he doesn't have enough non-work talk. He's got Die Hard. Yeah. And... And they've already seen one through with a vengeance. <laughs> that's most of them, isn't it? I mean, he's seen a lot of media content, but that only lasts so far. Yeah. And they can only... I mean, they could... I mean, Charles and Gina don't 
probably don't have long, deep conversations about. Well, Charles is a full life, and so does Gina. I'm she wrong. Put, I take she everything put about this. Her fire spirit in his apartment. God, she was so in. Like, how did they? They. She put nine charge cords God, in his what? apartment. How many should she have if she had nine of them at his apartment? Yeah. Especially because twice... Boyle two- went so far out of his way to say that, like, gene pool thing. Yeah. I think he thinks that's turning her on. Kind of, yeah. I love these two. Boyle, Boyle's dad is, like... Boyle's dad used to be built. Boyle's dad is built like a former football player. I mean, the actor... Yeah. Yeah. Is he a former football no, player? No, no, but he, he... When he was younger, he was, like... Yeah. Um, He just looks like someone who's gone to seed. His dad is very much Charles' dad. You and I were talking in, I think, an earlier episode how we kind of hoped that Charles' dad would not, would kind of play with the stereotype. Okay, so episode over. Would play with the stereotype of, like, you know, Italian dads being, like, very, like, all about masculinity and everything. Boyle's dad? Because he's described in the call sheet as, like, a kind of a burly Italian dude. That's weird, because Boyle is not an Italian name. Boyle is like, I think a Scottish name or something. I got nothing. His dad is coded as Italian somewhere in, in some official discussion about that character. And you and I are talking a little bit about how, like, I think it might it might not have been you and me. It might have been somebody else. But me and someone were talking about how we hoped that the show played with the idea of, like, men demanding masculinity from their sons. And even though we only saw Lynn Boyle for, like, 15 seconds, you can kind of already see. I, I feel like that's He did gonna... that, like, glass thing, yeah, and yeah, he the... said, holy cow. Yeah, the very Boyle things. I mean, honestly, this dude acts like a good-natured, like, 60, like, 55-something dude. He must have had Charles really young, because he looks really young. It's clear that the two of them would have a very similar dynamic to Charles and Gina. Regina. Her name literally means queen. Oh, you're right. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that. That's pretty good. That's pretty pretty great. It's also uh, dorky as hell. It's like stealth dorky. Yeah. Regina is not that stealth. I don't know. Seems dorky to me. But I guess I'm named Carl. So I'm one to talk. I mean, I'm named the Hindu version of Mary Catherine Elizabeth. So the equivalent of... Does the equivalent of Mary Catherine Elizabeth in Hindu involve, like, 17 middle names? Because all I know is that, like, my token Hindu friend has so many middle names that he won't tell me what any of them are. <laughs> well, he's from a different ethnic group than me. True. So. I, I did say token Hindu friend. I wasn't coming out on top of this conversation. Not to mention, we are friends, so you have more than one token friend. Look, if one person's going to be my token Hindu friend, it's him. I'm sorry. I've known him since first grade. That's not how tokenism works, first of all. Shit. I have to rethink my entire diversity mission in my publishing career. Hold on, what? (laughs) I'm so confused right now. What just happened? You got served. Onwards. Um, (laughs) Yes, let's talk about Carl's. I haven't counted this recently, but I remember thinking in season one, that's a lot of Carl's. There was Carlene, There's Carlene, there's Mangy Carl, there's Carl who got arrested, um, who was like... He was Two Thumbs guy, I think. There's that guy. And then there's also me. But there's been another perp named Carl. Wait, it's the one that Amy brings last second in the bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is Carl Jerkowitz or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jerkowitz, great. Not wrong. Jerkowitz is exactly the kind of last name a Carl would have. But, like, 
There were like four in the first season, and there have been four more in the second season, and there are only six episodes in the second season. Yeah, I think they've used a crawl in every episode this season. This is obscene. So, in my entire life of being named Carl, I have known three Carls, and I'm counting myself. There are two and a half times as many Carls in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine continuity as in my entire life. To be fair, you don't live in Brooklyn. Maybe there are more Carls in Brooklyn. It's a pretty common dramatic name because it means Charles. Yeah. Like, and Charles is one of the most common names in the world. Carl is not a popular... Like, it's not a popular version of Charles. And this is, like, it's always been over-represented in comedy. But at this point, I think that Sher and Gore just have some kind of bet going to see how many times they can stuff it in before anyone notices. And if so, you can stop. Because <laughs> I noticed the first time. Well, if there are any more between now and 213, because that's what they just wrapped filming yeah. on. The sad thing is that sometimes there are badass Carls, and they always throw with a K, like <gasps> Carl Agathon from Battlestar Galactica. Hilo. Hilo. Hilo is great. Hilo's a Carl. Starts with a K. Damn it. Yeah. I can't back you up here, Carl. No one can back me up here. That's not our tagline. It's not, though. <laughs> Carl, back me up here is definitely our tagline. <laughs> Car- Carl, back me up here. Kerm does have a reasonable subset of opinions. <laughs> he thinks that uh, being the little spoon is generally superior, and there was a first thing that I don't remember, and he's right in thinking that opening the air conditioner is an inefficient source of... Uh, opening the fridge is an inefficient source of air conditioning because it's net positive heat for your building. Let's talk but, about... Shall we, so. talk, shall we talk about the episode's namesakes? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Jacob is a king of Israel. <laughs> oh my god. And Sophia means wisdom in Greek. Sophia yeah. is one of the most popular g- names for girls now. Mm-hmm. Whereas the most popular names for boys all end with N. Aiden and Brayden. And- if you count them as like one linguistic unit... Which they do. Uh, then the Aiden, Jaden, Brayden, Caden clan is as popular as the name John. Wow. Yeah. That's what I have to say about the namesakes of this episode. I honestly thought <laughs> I honestly thought you would go Jabalahiri as opposed Jibalahiri. to She wrote the book The Namesake? Oh, I, I don't know the book The Namesake. Oh, okay. I it was a book about Indian people, so it does make sense why I know about it. <laughs> I think that some people talked about it in the English class where we read uh, Sea of Poppies and White Tiger. So I was saying that, like, I like Jake and Sophia so much, and it kind of makes me feel bad like a sh- as a shipper. I want fan fiction about Jake and Sophia. I want everything. Yeah, but there's clear, like, I would like them to stay friends forever. But you can't have Eva on the show forever. Look me being all presumptuous with first name basis already. It's only been one episode, Carl, given your pants. The plotline has clear uh, exit conditions, and it's clear that it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be a really good relationship while it lasts. Yeah. And I don't think that, like, it's going to, it makes you any worse of a shipper. Fair enough. Several comments in the AV Club were saying that um, Ava Longoria has more than a passing resemblance to Melissa Fumero. I'm like, and yeah, we're starting to veer towards, They've like... they got different face shape. They do. But they're both fairly expressive. Yes. But in really different ways. Very different ways. Very, very different ways. I agree. Uh, there's a kind of, uh, so, uh, like, 
uh, Ava Longoria as Sophia presents a kind of collectedness that is never there in Amy. Yeah, she... Like, I, I, don't, I don't think that... They just express themselves in different ways. I agree. No, I, I actually agree with you. I, I will... I'm glad to have her on the show because it feels like she is, like, an experienced comedic actress, and it's nice to have, like, more of them on the show. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how she interacts with the rest of the cast, assuming she meets them. I'd be surprised if she did for a while. Um, like, she's going to meet Amy. For sure. But no work talk, right? And they all hate her. Oh, God. And, and Thumbface. Thumbface? Thumbface. Oh, right. That was me. <laughs> did you forget that you called him that? Yeah, I did. Preview pictures. I don't write things down. I just forget things like a cool person. I can't. <laughs> You're the one trying to attach a tagline to this show. I'm just going to rose at you until you stop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And now I'm Gina. All the, all the things we've seen about Jake and Sophie's relationship, like, spoilers-wise, they, A, Jake comes out looking like perfect boyfriend material, which we kind of have, we talked a little bit about during the commentary, the, like... We suspected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we know that when Jake tries, he can actually be great at whatever yeah. he's, he's trying for. And he was, like, very smooth, but not, like... God, no one... No imposing. One, no one does that in real life. No one does that. No one does real, what? No one, no, no hetero male in New York goes up to a woman sitting alone at a bar... In real life, and starts up a conversation that does not happen. Hmm. I'm, I'm kind of mad about it. It only happens on TV, and that really is the worst because it sets I, up. I know nothing about this. Yeah. I've never been single in a bar in my entire life. He had serious game. Mm. Yeah, good game. And like, I gotta, as a human being, I gotta say, he crossed her room and went up to her, and that's a lot. Of, that's pretty brave. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not a surprising kind of bravery from him. Uh, like, turning around after all the shit that he flung and being like, no, I want to date you. Um, that part's not the part that I'm saying is brave. The, like, initial... Like, I think the, the, the latter part is much takes a lot more courage from him. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, so... He has no expectations, and if he fails, then, like, he can go back to hanging out with Sarge and hearing about Meatloaf. I was telling you're a vicious trollop, I think on... No, I was telling This Is Eve 6 on Twitter. And I was also telling Falula Tonksis yesterday that Jake pining for Amy makes me really happy. Like, I love that as, like, a viewer and, like, as a as a human being, <laughs> as a fan. I love watching Jake pine. But that's not, like, from a from the character. Like, assuming that this in-universe is, like, a real thing. Like, that's not who he is long-term. Right, exactly. They, they've told us that. No, but what I what I'm what I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to say and failing to say in a non nerdy way. So I'm just going to be like, fuck it and just own it. I I really like seeing Jake be happy, you know. And happiness is totally nerdy. And seeing cool Jake- kids are sad. <laughs> Why you gotta be derailing me like this, Carl? <laughs> Back me up here. No. Like, no, but for real, actually, like. This is... It is. It's really good to see him happy. It's good to see him happy. It's good to see him in what looks like is really a positive relationship for him. We said in the first episode, uh, in, in our podcast for the first episode, that if Jake's arc words for the back nine of season one were, you're not allowed to fall in love with me, and they backfire on him completely, Amy's being, as long as we both know that I'm with somebody and nothing's going to happen, like, this is sort of bearing that out. 
which I'm really into. But more than anything else, I just, I, it looks like Jake and Sophia in those uh, pre promo pictures for Road Trip or whatever episode is at the end of this month. I haven't seen those yet, but I should. They look ridiculously happy. Hmm. Like, a whole, like. I mean, we've already seen them be ridiculously happy. They're incredibly into each other and are just having a good time without thinking about their honestly difficult and draining jobs. And Jake has never let himself do that. He never stops thinking about being a cop. And I don't care how much you love your job. Sometimes you want to not do it. Yeah. I I, have a re- I had a really demanding job, my, my first job in New York, and, oh, God, truer words never spoken. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I It's stupid to say out loud, but I like... It makes me happier to see Jake being happy than to watch him pining away for someone who's with someone else, you know? I love pining, but that shit. That doesn't sound stupid to me. Thank you. That's very kind. It's probably better to want people you like to be in healthy situations. It's one of those things where I'm definitely like, I'm either, I am definitely over identifying with some of these characters, but more than that, like, they feel real to me, you know? Like, I feel like these are real people that I really, it, it reminds me of something that the Friends actors used to say, which is that it's hard for them to interact with their fans because, you know, they, they used to have, people would have friends on while they were eating dinner, while they were like chilling out at the end of the day. The Friends characters became, real to a whole lot of people and uh, I don't think you see that in TV much anymore mm-hmm. I feel that way about the show mm. it's kind of nice I feel like we covered a lot of the other stuff the other plot lines and stuff like during the commentary yeah at least enough I don't know maybe um, if we need to come back to it you guys will drop us asks in our ass box you guys are always free to do that otherwise I think we're good yeah yeah this was fun so from us to you <laughs> at home with your listenership or on a subway somewhere. Or a train, or a bus, or a... On, honestly, this one you should probably watch somewhere where you can have, like, a television or a computer. Actually, this one, I feel like we talked so much that, like, not having the episode is almost better. Well, by now they know. So yeah, from us, decided. <laughs> from us to you, this has been Back in the Field. I'm Carl. My name is Arthi. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.